everyone, and welcome to Shipwrecks and Shanties, a podcast all about Sea of Thieves. I'm your host, Jocelyn, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Siv. Siv, how's it going, man? It's going great, Jocelyn. I am here and excited to talk about some piracy. Yeah, we actually got some time in to play last night, which was great. We uh, we streamed it, and it was, at least for me, and I'm sure for people watching, it was a little bit hard to watch, but man, probably the glitchiest experience I have had so far in Sea of Thieves. <laughs> A hundred percent. I hope that we can go and get some good uh, Twitch clips off of your VOD because literally we, we spawn in, we walk out of the tavern, walk around the corner, look for our ship. And I go, uh, guys, our ship is upside down. And I think Josh is like, uh, you mean like, is it sinking? I'm like, no, it's just upside down. <laughs> yeah, which was so weird and so while we were like swimming over to like look at it and stuff a shark came and killed me out of nowhere so because i mean i only had the five bullets and i had the the i actually had the you only have one weapon glitch too so i was like i have five bullets with which to kill this shark so i got eaten and then so when i died and respawned i respawned into the upside down ship at which point the hull of the ship disappeared probably because where of my, where my like eyeline was and then since i was in the hull of the ship it thought i was drowning even though i was like even my <laughs> feet were out of the water so then i ended up dying again <laughs> while you guys were trying to pilot the ship upside down yeah in the meantime we were trying to you know we we lowered the sails and we raised the anchor and the ship started sailing as if there was some underwater wind you, just pushing it along <laughs> did you uh lower the sails and lower the anchor <laughs> raise the sails and lower the anchor yeah. i guess and everything was upside down so we we did and then we we were able to finally catch up with it and turn the wheel so that it would just start driving in circles and then somehow eventually it hit a rock or something mast hit a rock and it just started like popping itself right back up and uh righted itself and then rammed into the island which uh, I'm so, that, so sad that I missed that because I was I had drowned by this point. While they were making the ship go in circles, I was going in circles with the ship because I couldn't actually even like navigate my way to the hole between the hull and the like the water. <laughs> so yeah, well I, I tried to swim, I tried to I swim up jump, into I couldn't it. Do anything? I was just yeah, stuck. I, I tried to swim up, you know, through the hatch, which usually you go down the stairs, and yes. I tried to swim up through it, and it wouldn't let me. Like it was. It was weird. It was definitely some some crazy uh, bugs and glitches and uh, things like that. But once we got our ship righted uh, through some, you know, black magic and, and uh, you know, who that knows I what missed. else. I, I wish I'd been able to missed. see it just like right itself, but I was dead. It at was the time, so funny. It was so funny. Just like bink <laughs> up. Uh, but yeah, and we bailed it out, patched it up and set sail on our merry way. But even then we we were doing our missions. We were doing our things, sailing our galleon around, and we didn't see anybody. We saw one sloop, and it was like halfway across the map, really far away, and going away from us. Yeah, uh, and we, we even had the uh, the message pop up saying like, "There's no one on your server. We're migrating you to a server with players," sort of thing, which I had never seen before. Yeah. I'd never seen before, and I also I admit I missed it because I was trying to fix my graphic settings because I've always been able to run the game on um, mythical or mystical or whatever the yeah. the highest graphic setting was, and no matter what I changed my graphic settings to, I was only getting 15 frames per second or less. So it was like. 
watching a slideshow. <laughs> well, and it's not an issue on your end either because you have a really great you know gaming rig and all yeah. that. Uh, so yeah, that is incredibly frustrating to to see the game at you know five fps and just a slideshow when you're trying to play it yeah yeah so i was um yeah i ended up like i continued the stream going after like i even tried restarting the computer and and updating a whole bunch of stuff and nothing fixed the problem so um but we did actually get a patch this week right so that just went live this morning i'm hoping that that some of the issues, although uh, we did also have an issue where uh, the skeleton bounty for one of our um, Order of Souls voyages didn't actually spawn. And that's a known issue that they haven't been able to fix yet. So I don't know, man, but I, I there are some things that were in this patch that are worth me- that are worth mentioning. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, so it's patch 1.0.2 is now live on the server and most of it as can be expected was things like bug fixes um known issues that they're trying to um you know patch up um but they did make some gameplay changes which are good um like we talked about on the show last week they have increased the ship respawn distance uh and they that has gone live into the live game so now when your ship is destroyed um it spawns very far away from the people that destroyed you. Um, yeah, because you, you used to spawn still within, like, visual distance of where your ship was sunk. Yeah, So exactly. it was easy to figure out where you were sunk, who did the sinking, and go after them again with a fresh ship, which there it basically meant there was no punishment for losing a fight. And so, you know, you could then go back after the ship that sunk you, and that wasn't really, like, it wasn't really fair because the other ship that had done the sinking still had all the damage, didn't have all the supplies. Like right. you do start with a, with a base amount of supplies on your ship, even though most people scour the outpost to, to get some extras, there are a base number of like cannonballs and planks and everything else. So you don't go into battle totally with an empty ship. Um, right. So yeah, like people were able to just go and ram their, their fresh ships into the other ship and just, you know, basically run a crew out of resources. Which is yeah. not the way combat is supposed to go, right? No. Like we talked about a little bit last week, it feels bad if your victory can't be decisive, right? And yes. it's important as the victor because, I mean, every fight in Sea of Thieves, in theory, is a fair fight, right? Galleon yes. on Galleon, it's four on four, and it's, it's you know, your numbers and are nobody matched. Has you all have the same gear. weapons. Yeah, nobody's right. different levels. Yeah. Exactly. You all have the same cannons, the same, you know, turning speed, and it's it's designed to work around your skill. So if you are a more skilled pirate, you can win your battle and it feels good. The thing is, you're not going to just one shot somebody, right? Yeah. Like it takes some effort to sink a ship and wipe out. It a takes some time too. it does. It does. It takes, you know, some some precision and it takes time and it takes planning and it takes working together as a team it feels really bad for you to go through all of that. In the meantime, your ship is taking damage, right? And you're getting battered and you're, oh, I hit a rock and then we got to fix that, you know, whatever. It feels really bad if someone can come after you, you know, a minute or two after you sink them with a fresh ship. Mm -hmm. You haven't even had a chance to, like, repair your own ship and scour for some supplies since you've used up all your cannonballs. You know, I mean, and then all of a sudden, bam, those guys are back with a new ship. 
it, it, it doesn't feel good to be the victor. It also just takes away from the gameplay, I think, because then it just becomes this, this war of almost griefing where you're just like, oh, yeah, well, like they, it's like a know, war of attrition. And, like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly what it is. And that's just not what the game is about, right? Yeah. You know, victory should be decisive. You know, to the winner goes the spoils. And then, you know, you, you scrounge the nearest island for some materials, you restock your ship up, and then you go back on and do what you were, you know. Yeah. So doing. the increased ship respawn distance now means that you will not respawn within visual distance of where you sank. So they've increased that distance and uh, should fix some of those problems and, and be a little bit more of a uh, penalty if you lose, which I think is good. And I know a lot of people, uh, especially we've had a lot of response in, dis- in a lot of responses about our discussion of PVE versus PVP last week. And yeah. I think that this is uh, this is a good change. And I know some people said that they don't necessarily want an increased distance because they want the chance to go back and get their stuff. And I I even saw a lot of players say like, oh, well, I played for four hours and then I only had one ship battle and they stole all my stuff. If you're playing for four hours and not turning in at all, it's your own damn (laughs) fault. That's a bad strategy. (laughs) That is a bad strategy. Change your strategy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Go to an outpost more frequently. Don't get into battles when you have something to... And like we talked about a little bit last week in the PvP uh, discussion... If you've got a lot to lose, don't take a fight. Run yeah. away, Run, man. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, even don't, if that means around. like, basically just find the way the wind is pointing. Find and the wind go and that go way. that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't even be like, oh, there's an outpost right there. No, get as far away from people as you can. You yeah. can turn later or yeah. find another outpost or you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, lose them um, in some rocks, like do some, exactly. do some escaping. So. But anyway, exactly. so that, that respawn distance has been increased. So that is now live in the game. Uh, they also fixed an issue with mermaid teleporting. So uh, it used to be that you could teleport back to the ship with your treasures in your hand. Uh, they've taken that out, which I think is another, it's a good thing because then you can't like cheese things and have one person go to the island, right. find the treasure while the other person sails the ship away to the next island and then just mermaid with your treasures. So I think this so is good. I don't, and the way yeah, it was I always think supposed this to was... work. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I don't think this was like a feature change. I think no. this was more like a bug fix yes. um, where it was never intended that anyone could teleport back. But some people had discovered that in certain situations you could teleport back with something in hand. I had never tried it because I just assumed like, oh, yeah, you, why would you be able to do that? The game yeah. would be broken if you could. But apparently some people tried it with some success. And so they have uh, they they've fixed, fixed that. The issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And they added some stuff as well with this update, right? Uh, I'm not 100% sure if it was with this update or not, but they did release uh, some stuff on Twitter this week. Um, I retweeted it, and I know I I uh, sent you a picture of, of at least one of the things, but they've released some really cool customization options um, for your ship um, because, I mean, a lot of people haven't seen those yet. Or I don't know if these were new ones or if they were just ones that people hadn't seen yet or you know, we're locked behind uh, some rep wall or something like that, but they've got a lot of really great art assets that they've uh, put in the game, uh, including Jocelyn, a unicorn figurehead. So um, I'm sure I know what you're saving your gold coins for. Yes, this is going to be my first actual ship purchase will be the unicorn figurehead. (laughs) And I'm so happy because there's unicorns on the ship of the damned. And then there are unicorns on the art for some of the islands. Like when you pull up and the name shows up, but like, Oh, and also you can buy a unicorn shirt from the sea of thieves, um, like t-shirt store. 
Oh, so I'm just nice. like, where are my unicorns in game? <laughs> so unicorn apparently sales. now they're there. Now I can have unicorn. I don't know if there's unicorn sales, but I can have a unicorn on the head of my ship. I am happy. Anyone who I'm sails stoked. with me from now on, just know that you will be sailing on the flagship unicorn. And that's the way it's just going to be. <laughs> I think I think we should call it like the unicorn of death or something. And then like <laughs> go with like a like a murdered out motif on the rest of the ship, like black sails and paint the whole black and just be like, yeah, man, we're like the heavy metal unicorns. <laughs> well, yeah, because be they're awesome. skeletal unicorns. They're not like. Oh, oh yeah, that's fancy, true. That's pretty true. rainbows, right? So no, they're definitely like this kind of like dark, menacing, unicorns. awesome unicorn. Yeah, <laughs> unicorn of doom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> be great. I'll, yeah. I will, uh, I will allow the unicorn on the ship uh, as long as we can, you know, make it all like cool and and badass and uh, you know heavy metal. So maybe get some chain. You know what they need? They need chains instead of ropes. That mm. would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it does look like I think we're probably going to talk about this a little bit on our next episode, which we're not sure if it's going to be next week or the week after we are potentially going to go biweekly. We're really letting rare kind of dictate the uh, scheduling of our episodes, because uh, like this week, we didn't actually get any uh, like developer update videos or anything like that. We did have patch right. notes to discuss, but we didn't have any like crazy big content announcements or anything from the rare team. So we're thinking we're probably going to move to a bi-weekly format. But that being said, if they release some big news, we're not going to not do a show. So uh, exactly. we might anyways, we might talk about it next week. But um, there are lots of kind of content and customization things coming down the pipe. So we'll get into some of that next week. But I'm glad yeah, that they're um, they've put the unicorn or at least you know there there are new customization things that they're talking about right now i know some of the other stuff that they've been talking about is things like changing cannons and wheels and i'm sure like you mentioned chains i'm sure ropes and you know are going to be Absolutely. i think everything's on the table when it comes to customization in this game so For sure we'll give you guys some more information about customization things that have been announced and some of the uh kind of content we'll kind of go into a little bit of a roadmap for uh the content at least as far as we know uh, we'll do that on our next episode. But um, until then, someone has actually reached Pirate Legend. Yes, indeed. Albeit in a non-traditional way, or mm -hmm. maybe not the way that uh, the developers originally intended. There's been a lot of discussion about how he actually reached it. So basically what happened was a well-known streamer decided he was going to be the first Pirate Legend. and just crew hopped all the way through and kind of would hop from one crew, let them turn in everything that they had accumulated. Then he'd hop to a new crew. So on the one hand, it's really interesting to see a community working together to do something like this, to make yep. sure that their figurehead became the first pirate legend. And I think yep. that that's good to see because I mean, that's kind of what a legendary pirate would do, right? A legendary uh, pirate absolutely. would have a whole bunch of crews working for him and kind of reap the rewards. And I think he's, he earned legendary status by having a, an awesome big community willing to do this for him. Right. But it definitely uh, showed the weakness of just grinding to 50 with all the different factions when it comes to being a pirate legend, because 
I haven't actually watched his stream, but from all of the discussions on the forums, basically, he's kind of a bad player. He doesn't know where <laughs> things are located in outposts. He doesn't know how to sail a ship. Like, he is not, he doesn't inspire awe like you would want your pirate legend right. to, right? Because yeah. he didn't have to do anything. He just, like, hopped from ship to ship and, and yeah. got there. Well, yeah, he did. He got carried. So, I mean, there's definitely two sides to this. And, I mean, I feel like the community who came together possibly needs the um, recognition more so yeah, than the individual sure. player. Uh, but still, Pirate Legend has been reached and it kicked off a mega thread on the forums basically discussing, um, well, two things. The forum was meant to discuss the content available at Pirate Legend. And it did really devolve into a whole bunch of, this is really stupid. This guy doesn't deserve to be the first Pirate Legend, blah, 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 blah. So I went through probably three quarters of the posts on this forum. You're oh, welcome. <laughs> and I pulled out the community ideas and the discussions that were, I think, worth having outside of whether this guy deserves to be a Pirate Legend or not. Because really, who cares? Right. Um, the vast majority of players were never going to be the first one to reach Pirate Legend. No. I think the only people who are, you know, who could legitimately be upset by this are people who are at like 49, 49, 49 and were beat out right. by a guy that got carried. Right. Like, right. Exactly. And that's probably like five players. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't really think the whether he deserves the recognition or not is the big discussion to be had here. I think. What is currently either available or missing at Pirate Legend is the discussion worth having. So there I pulled out a lot of different community suggestions and comments dealing just specifically with Pirate Legend. And one of the big things that I agree with that I think probably should have been changed before the game even came out is the idea of the rep system. And I think that this even goes back to our PvE versus PvP discussion from last week. Because if they changed it so that you get your reputation when you complete your voyage and then you have to go back to port to turn in and that's when you get your gold, then you wouldn't have the issue necessarily. Uh, like you have people losing gold, but where the gold and reputation are like one for one tied together with the turn in at right. the outpost. It's all tied into the chest or the skull or whatever it is you're turning in. Exactly. So because those things are tied together, I think that's creating a lot of problems with the people who want to do more PVE than PVP. If all they lost was their treasure chest and their gold when they got into a situation where they were being chased around the map or, or whatever, then I think, you know, it, they, they wouldn't feel as bad. They wouldn't be as punished, but because they're in turn, not repping up with these factions, even though they've completed the voyages, it would have done two things, right? Like it would allow the majority of PVEers to continue to rep up without having to worry about being camped at outposts. And right. it wouldn't have allowed a community to carry someone to legend who doesn't know how to play the game because yeah. the guy wouldn't get the rep. You'd get the gold. Sure. But you can't buy your way up through the factions. So here's the issue though. Changed, with that. It would have changed the way pirate legend works. Yeah, for sure. And I like that idea. I do think that the rep system does need to be, Slightly tweaked, um, but one of the issues with that 
um, thing that you you know are suggesting is then you could kind of twist that a little bit let's say you were doing uh chicken catching missions out on islands and you go okay yeah here here's i've got you know i've loaded up on missions where i gotta go catch a chicken right so then you basically just go catch your two chickens you get your you know your rep not your gold then you just kill those chickens off and catch two other chickens you know, in just different configurations. You well, know, for... I don't think that would work, though, because, well, specifically with the Merchant Alliance that you're talking about, you don't get the Voyage Complete message until you actually turn it in. Just catching the chickens doesn't give you your complete Right, voyage. but if you're talking about, like, splitting reputation away from gold, like not having them tied to... Well, in, I'm talking right? about getting your reputation when you finish the Voyage. So with the merchant one specifically, they, uh, oh, I guess finishing the voyage is getting it to the certain place at the certain time. That's the whole voyage. Like, so what I'm talking right. about is like okay, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you dig okay. up a treasure chest and you finish your voyage, you've been to all of your whatever, all of the different islands that it sends you to. Once you get the voyage complete message, you get the faction rep. Once you kill right. the skeleton bosses, you get your faction rep. Then when you go to the outpost to turn in, then you get your gold. So the Merchant Alliance, the turn-in is the voyage complete. So those right. ones would be, but that would be the only one you would be really punished for. The other ones it would work well for, I yeah. think. But yeah, so Merchant Alliance, you would still potentially be, uh, you would be punished if you were sunk, but they're timed anyways, right? So right. you can't kind of um, stock up your ship with a whole bunch of Merchant Alliance quests because of the timed nature of them. So that's the true. ones that you the ones that you're the most punished for right now are ones tied to gold hoarders and to the um the souls ones, right? So Right. Yeah, I mean, I think you're also you're you're punished in a different way for Merchant Alliance stuff in that it has to be turned in at that specific outpost. But like we talked about, I, I think if you just a simple change to where it could be turned in at maybe one of two outposts, mm -hmm. you know, um, would go a long way with that. Right. Yeah. And I, I think we talked about that last week too, but on uh, the whole though, I'm in agreement about the rep system. Needs, yeah. Needs so a little I mean, bit of a change. The rep system was kind of the first thing that came out of this whole conversation about the first pirate legend. Um, but basically what happened is once he actually got to the hideout, people were really disappointed at what was available there because of rares, like tagline about pirate legend which literally was the game starts at pirate legend. That's what they've been touting for the last two to three months. And that is not the case at all. Yeah. <laughs> the way the current game is. So it really feels like there's something missing. And basically when he made it to the tavern, the legendary voyages are just a kind of amalgamation of the first three types of missions. So you get a legendary voyage and you have to find a chest, kill a skeleton, and deliver a thing in one voyage. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> I think people, including myself, were expecting things like they had kind of teased the idea of being able to summon the Kraken. So thinking that would be a legendary voyage or perhaps um, going out and being able to capture legendary creatures instead of pigs and chickens and snakes or 
something along the lines of, you know, specialized NPCs. And I know that they did say that they weren't going to have, you know, um, any ships sailing around that weren't people. But what if it was a ghost ship with a skeleton captain that was like a moving target instead of telling you to go to a specific island? You could say like he there's three different areas of the map. Why not say Captain Blah Blah sailing on this thing can be found in this area of the map? Go hunt him down like those to me are legendary missions, not just like putting the three types of missions together into one. Yeah, yeah, I would love to see something like that. Yeah, I think I think the 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 word legendary evokes something unique, something, something that different. is especially yeah, very when different tied, from ordinary. Especially when tied to the tagline of the game begins at Pirate Legend. Like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. There's literally I'll come back to there. that in a second. <laughs> I think that I really like the idea of having like go hunt down this ship, right? And have like a like a basically a skeleton fort on a ship. Yes. Um you know that would be more difficult it would be challenging um you know it would it would be testing your pirate legend skills right in in the idea that really only a a, a good crew is going to be able to do this right yeah and i think it should reward a freaking crap ton of gold right like well lot. yeah and that's like, that's the other thing is that the missions don't like it the legendary voyages have the same problem of the other voyages is that you can go on it and dig up a captain or um, a seafarer's chest or you know like like that as opposed to something that's like a lot better than a captain's chest or a marauder's chest like you're still getting all the same stuff so it's just like i'm going on these missions for these chest types that i've already been gathering and it's like the first missions and i this is something i don't even think we've discussed yet but your like lower level missions should be giving you like the seafarer's chest and then your kind of medium missions should be giving you marauder's chest and then captain's chest and you know right you would think you should be a progression seeing the the lower level chest or you should once you're doing your higher level missions and that isn't happening and it's really frustrating to spend so much gold because the missions aren't free the voyages aren't free so you spend 80 gold to get a voyage and then you get a hundred gold after you get back. And it's just like, Oh my God, this system it's, it's just lacking right now. So when you go on a legendary voyage and you find a seafarer's chest, like, Oh my God. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. It doesn't feel very legendary. So I have a theory about this and this is just, just me thinking off the top of my head, but um, it would seem from this feedback and from, all, all of these things we've been talking about, the, the thing that it points to for me is that they were not ready for someone to reach Pirate Legends so quickly. I don't think they thought... I, I think their initial thought was, we'll release the game, and maybe about two months in, we'll start seeing people hitting Pirate Legend. I and... think that they, the estimates that I saw from the team were two to three weeks is what they thought. Two, three weeks? Yeah, two to three weeks for someone, like for a super hardcore person to do it. Streamer that plays eight hours a day. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's the kind of timeline that they were figuring, which is why I feel like the average player, and I would put you and I in the average player bucket where, you know, we have like two, maybe three days, and not even days, like evenings evenings where we get to play yeah so we we might play eight to ten hours a week right i would think that it would take us 
somewhere around the two to three month mark, which is where they're right. planning on putting their next big content update, as they said, was going to be three That's months from launch. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like they are pacing their content release for players more like you and I, which is fine. But players who do reach Pirate Legends and with the tagline of the game starts here, like, well, there's there's needs to be more there. Yeah, and I think and it's coming. The whole, well, I know, but the whole idea of they weren't prepared for people to get there that fast. Like, they were prepared for two to three weeks. We're now, like, two weeks from launch. So there should be something there now. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah, your yeah. theory no, I, is I, correct. I, I, that, you know, I think that they, they were, were just... They were prepared well, for and, two to three weeks. So there's this is all they were ever planning on people for ha- like to have at Pirate Legend, which right. is crazy because... So what's available are the legendary missions and one outfit. That's all. Yeah, it's not enough. And so and so my thing about the the only one outfit for customization is like, okay, again, in a game that's just about customization, all of your pirate legends are going to look the same. That to me is super weird. (laughs) Like there should be even if you had like three different outfits which is i think we've got three or four as general pirates right now so Mm -hmm. if you had the same number for pirate legends just to let them have their own flair like i feel like that would be the lowest possible bar right yeah yeah (laughs) well but i mean you have to uh, also look at it right now yeah you also have to look at it that probably by the four week mark we might have a hundred pirate legends that's true there's still not going to be very many there's not going to be that many and and (laughs) actually seeing one in game your chances of that are so low for the just the average so i'm sure that they will add more later yeah um but yeah it's i'm sure it's just kind of like uh they they had a planned rollout and Things didn't go as expected, and now it's happening earlier than expected, and you know their projections were off, and now they're kind of going, oh, yeah, we need to put more stuff in. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of lack of customization options with only one outfit, there are also are no customization options for the ship, which is another thing that was promised, is when you get to Pirate Legend, you'll have Voyage as a ship and the outfit customization options at least. They... And- yeah, so they did make that pretty clear before launch, though, that the ship is coming in the major content patch. Yeah, so um, what they th- said... It has to do with the captaincy or whatever that... I, I don't really know what it all is or means or, or does. Exactly, because I know, I saw up. you put this in the notes, and I was like, no, Siv, dude, you're actually wrong. They said ship captaincy, being able to make your own crew, and having a custom ship was all said to be coming in the first big content patch. But right. they said ship customization options like sails and hulls and figureheads like what we already have in the game for all us normal pirates. Those customization options were always talked about as part of being a pirate legend. So the different legendary ship design, you're right, was always supposed to come like with the whole ship captaincy thing in the next major content update. But the fact that you don't even have pirate legend sails like... That's a huge, huge omission because they yeah. definitely like leaned into people will be able to tell from miles away when you are a pirate legend and you there are no sails and no hulls available right now at Pirate Legend, which is like Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. I I took that I took those comments that they made about that 
to mean, oh, they're talking about ship captaincy and stuff that's coming in the next major content. They patch. were they were talking about customization options at Pirate Legend long before the ship captaincy was announced. That was announced within a couple of mm. weeks of launch date when they actually announced the fact that they were doing microtransaction pets ship captaincy. Like once they started talking about their first major update, which was within a couple of weeks of launch, that's when sure. they started talking about captaincy. But mm. way before that, when they were just talking about Pirate Legend, they were talking about customizing your outfit and your ship and half of that customization is currently missing so i understand yeah. the uh well if the- that's the case that feels bad yeah that definitely feels like an undersight on their part i was unaware i didn't i wasn't really paying that close attention to all that stuff until closer to launch um, yeah so you're you're yeah, totally I mean, right like when it comes to like naming your ship and getting a custom ship model and all of that like the actual base model of the ship being different yeah that's coming in three months and that's fine but mm-hmm. like if i want to go as a pirate legend and sail solo on a sloop, I want to be able to put up a sail, even if it was like just a generic skull and crossbones that no one else has access to and be like, Oh man, legends, yeah. I want to stay away from that sloop. It's a pirate right. legend. Like that guy knows what he's right. doing in theory. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, or, you know, that guy plays a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, that's, that's kind of another point that some people brought up on the, on the forums is, you know, the idea of the grind to legend versus maybe doing something like achievement. So maybe it would have been a better idea. And I'm sure this like through all the forum posts and all the time as, you know, founder and and insider and all that kind of stuff. Like it's Mm -hmm. not the first time this has been mentioned, but right. The idea of just straight up grinding three factions is the way to unlock legend is maybe not the best idea. Yeah. I'm sure they want it available to everyone at some point because they don't necessarily want to lock the game behind very difficult to do achievements. Like I saw some things saying like, oh, be either or basically like be in a sloop and sink a galleon could be an achievement. And, you know, like killing a skeleton fort could be a, an achievement, right. you know, like basing it around actually doing things, things in the done. game yeah. yeah as opposed to just you know once you grind and it could be a mix of the two right like grind your factions to 30 instead yeah. of 50 like grind your factions to 30 and then you know do all of these things as well to prove that you can actually play the game i don't think that this is a bad idea at all i think just making it a hugely long grind was possibly a mistake because i mean Yes, there there's no real story in Sea of Thieves. The story is made by the players. And so the idea sure. is your experiences are what makes this game. It, it's very sandboxy. You may yeah, like, you absolutely. get out of the game what you put into it. So I think the idea of, you know. Tying pirate legend to having experiences in the game. That it feels like a better fit than just I like that idea. Yeah, yeah. grind a whole bunch of crap. So yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm sure like they're they're seeing the feedback. I don't think we're we're gonna see this changed at all because obviously the game is live, so they can't like yeah, yeah for <laughs> go sure go back. But uh, it's something I would maybe like to see because I know like they're doing the first big content patch and there's gonna be a whole bunch of stuff available like later on and whatever. So I hope they kind of see what happened with pirate legend and then decide to do whatever they do as more content later. I'd like to see them make some changes and maybe not just make it grind, 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 grind. Right. Um, right. 
because they've talked about, you know, adding new factions and new quest types and all kinds of stuff. So whatever they add in the future, I hope that they learn something from Pirate Legend because it's been quite a disappointment for a lot of people so far. Um, I I think that's pretty much it when it comes to the discussion of of Pirate Legend. Um, But just one side note that I wanted to make. Holy hell, I hate forums. I hate (laughs) them so much. They're They're so hard to read like I see so many people asking questions and maybe it's just because I'm used to um, other forms of feedback like I don't spend a whole lot of time on like the Hearthstone forums or the WoW forums like I spend time on Reddit with threads I spend time on Discord or you know like just Twitter even and all of it is built into threads forums are so hard to read And I find that I see so many people asking questions that I really want answers to. And even if the devs had responded and answered somewhere in that forum thread, I'm never going to find it. (laughs) Like, holy hell, it's hard to read unless they are current, unless they are constantly updating the main post, at which point the main forum post then just becomes convoluted and like, again, hard to read. So, man, I hate forums. There's got to be a better way. (laughs) <laughs> well invent it and you will be wealthy beyond your wildest dreams well because you can't even like even if i find a question or like somebody is like tagging another user or something to respond to their question i can't click on it and then see a thread right and that's that to me is the part that's missing i have to somehow yeah. scroll back try to find the original comment and even then sometimes that user that they're replying to has put three or four comments up recently and i'm like oh my god how do i even figure out which of these comments he's replying to just oh man forums are a disgusting mess that's all i'm going to say on that topic for now but there's there's got to be a better way um (laughs) that brings us to our listener feedback section a reminder you guys can go to bit.ly slash tgi discord if you'd like to join in the sea of thieves conversation or if you would like to find people to sail with there are a lot of people in the shipwrecks and shanties chat room who are constantly looking for people to sail with, especially on time in time zones that aren't necessarily uh, kind of like high, uh, the um, kind of high population times. Uh, we have a lot of listeners who are down in like Australia and New Zealand and are looking for people to sail with on kind of off peak times. So if you have any interest in stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash TGI discord. That's also where we pull our questions for the listener pe- feed feedback. What do you mean? The feedback <laughs> section. Uh, so if you have a question for us that you'd like answered on the show, again, go over to TGI Discord and make sure that you are tagging either Stiv or I. We're in there quite often, and we'd love to hear from you. This time, uh, this week, we've got a question from Bodhi who says, how do you kill all the skeletons? So I think this is probably from a little bit earlier on in launch, but basically there are three types of skeletons on top of your normal skeletons or your boss skeletons. So there are gold skeletons, ghost skeletons, and seaweed skeletons. And all of these have special tricks when it comes to actually dealing a significant amount of damage to them. Within all of these skeleton types, too, you have them wielding all the uh, kind of weapons that you can wield outside. I don't think I've ever seen a skeleton with a sniper rifle, but I've definitely seen skeletons with swords and pistols and blunderbusses. So they don't miss often. They don't. No, they are. I fondly refer to them as aimbot skeletons. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like no matter how much I move or jump, I always seem to still get hit. So um, 
the gold ones, this, I think the gold ones, ah, no, I like the ghost ones too. I was going to say, I think the gold ones are the most interesting, but the ghost ones are interesting too. Uh, the yeah. gold skeletons, you actually have to use your bucket and throw gold on them or throw gold on them, <laughs> throw water <laughs> on them. <laughs> <laughs> or alternatively, you can lead them out into the ocean because skeletons will follow you for a short distance into the water. So basically, get them wet is the way. And then or, they go kind of, they actually, or, their, their appearance changes and they go all rusty. Yep. Yep. That's pretty cool. Um, alternatively, you can shoot them with a cannon. And I mean, okay. So I know you put this in the notes that you just cannon them all, but I mean, come on, that's not always. <laughs> that's the, best. the way I do it. <laughs> I know, but that's not the the actual strategic way to do it. I mean, sure it is. Sometimes it's a great you strategy. Can't line things it up works properly. really good. <laughs> Whatever. If you want to be, I cheap always like try Div. to. I always try to line the ship up, like when we when we go to an island where we need to fight. Okay, where are these guys? Where should I put the ship to be like in the best? position to where like if they're in a cave i can fire a cannonball down the cave and, and blow them up down there but yeah i find uh, cannons that, is always you know, viable I, I agree with the cannon strat if you're in a sloop because often like the amount of skeletons that spawn doesn't seem to scale with the size of your crew so right. when you've got three or four people going after the same size group of skeletons as you have one or two people then yes i agree Smaller crew sizes, cannons are definitely the way to go because you can just get overwhelmed. Like when these waves of skeletons spawn, and I'm not talking about at forts, I'm talking about just on the bounty missions, you get usually five to seven skeletons in a wave, regardless of your crew size. And that just overwhelms if you've got one person on the sand. It's just, you just get overwhelmed. So I agree, cannons in that case are viable. But I think if you're, you're cheesing it and shooting cannons when you've got a full crew of four. Like, come on, get good, Siv. Just get good. <laughs> okay, but like, seriously, though, like, survival situation. Let's say we're on a spaceship and there's aliens coming at us and they're charging along the surface of the moon and we have a spaceship with kick-ass laser guns or we can go down there and hit them with baseball bats. What are you going to pick? I mean, let's be honest. Laser cannons. You're going to laser cannon the crap out of those aliens Whatever. and blow them up and be you like, wanna play sweet, your game and let's go home. We saved the world. Way, then fine. <laughs> uh, the second type of skeleton are the ghost skeletons. And I find these ones really interesting, too, because they not only have a time of day sort of um, mechanic to them, but they also have a, another piece of your equipment mechanic to them. So and they're another type of skeleton that actually changes their appearance when you do something. So um, you can either choose to fight ghost skeletons during the day. So if you're going after a bounty and you're not sure if ghost skeletons are going to spawn, because the bosses also have the kind of chance to be any one of these types. Um, bosses are not always just your base type right. of skeleton. So. Um, if you think that there's a possibility, which there's always a possibility that your boss skeletons or waves of skeletons will be ghosts, it's a good time to sit and wait to start the encounter until it's daytime because your ghost skeletons can be seen and fought and damaged during the day. But at night, they become a lot harder. They become spectral. You can't hit them until you shine a lantern on them and kind of expose their body which I think is a really cool mechanic. You can also shine the light, like if you're very accurate with it, you can actually stun them for a, a very short period of time. 
Yeah, this works best if you're uh, working with your teammates to take down the ghost skeletons, and one of you pulls out the lantern, stuns them, the other one shoots them or hacks them up with the sword. Um, yeah. Because you don't have enough time, even like when you stun them with the lantern to like pull out your sword, they're going to be unstunned again. Yeah. Um, and they're going to take a lot less damage. But they do, uh, they are still revealed though, which is, which they is are. Key. They do yes. remain revealed yeah. for much longer than they remain stunned. Yeah, they're really hard to see at night. Yes, they are. You basically can only see them at night because of their crazy glowing eyes, which is, I think, a really cool visual touch. That's um, yeah, sweet. So, so yeah, you do want to shine your lantern on them to reveal them and stun them, but also just try fighting them during the day. So wait and start your encounter. But sometimes, I mean, especially if you're, like we mentioned, smaller crews, when you're in a one or two man crew, these waves might take a little bit longer to defeat, which means even if you start it, at dawn, you might still be fighting into the night. So um, keep in mind that when ghosts spawn, it's all about light. You want to reveal those bodies before you try to damage them. Uh, finally, we have the seaweed types. And again, Civ says cannons, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> cannons always works. I find with the seaweed ones, they take a lot more damage if you use your sword as opposed to using a projectile weapon outside of exploding yeah, sure. them. But, you know, yeah, uh, I mean, seaweed honestly, ones seem to take more damage from the sword. And and they definitely seem to have more uh, health or armor or whatever. Um, I mean, honestly, most people just kite them and uh, blow them up with a gunpowder barrel or, uh, you know, use a cannon. One thing to note, I mean, because gunpowder barrels are a really great alternative to cannons when you're handling a large uh, volume of ghosts. Um, just, you know, make sure you're far enough away from it. Because mm -hmm. it has a pretty big blast radius. But the other thing is, when you're carrying a gunpowder uh, barrel, if there are uh, skeletons like aggroed on you, they will shoot the gunpowder barrel and blow you up. Mm. Um, I have had this happen, personal experience uh, coming into play. Because, um, yeah, I didn't think that they would do that, but they definitely will aim for that gunpowder barrel if they see it, as I would if I yes. were a you know, player be like, hey, that that idiot's carrying gunpowder barrel into the fight. Let's just shoot that. Uh they'll definitely do that. So it does make it um, you know, difficult. So like I know what a lot of people do is they'll um, you know, they'll bring their gunpowder barrels in or find them around a skeleton fort and just like in between waves, throw them in the middle. Cause they won't target it just in and of itself, but they will target it if you are carrying it. So they yeah. just like put it in the path of them or whatever and then when there's a wave of seaweed guys or whatever, they usually blow it up then uh, since those are the more difficult type to handle. But yeah, I mean, I love that there are all of these crazy mechanics that you have to use to handle these skeletons. Like it's a really cool aspect of the game. Yeah. It's something that I did not know when I first came in and wait, man, this gold skeleton is really difficult to beat. Oh no, there's five of them now. What am I going to do? And then someone told me, Oh, just get them wet. Throw some water on them. Yeah. Oh, okay, and it did. So, and then handle them. Sweet. Yeah. The other thing about the plant skeletons, though, is that, or the seaweed skeletons, whatever you want to call them, they're also stronger in the water. So they're almost like uh, the right. plant ones are opposite of the gold ones because the gold ones, your cutlass does less damage. The plant ones, your cutlass does more damage. So you want to shoot the gold skeletons, but you want to stab the plant skeletons and you want to get the gold skeletons wet and you want to keep the plant skeletons dry. So Again, yeah, more and more kind of uh, different mechanics tied to the different skeletons, I think, makes them really interesting. And like I mentioned, 
your boss skeletons are going to be one of these three variants, most likely. Yep. I don't think I've seen since the very first like low-level missions for the Order of Souls, I don't think I've seen a like base, no extra mechanic boss skeleton. No. So uh so yeah, that's that's pretty much how you go about defeating the three different types of skeletons within Sea of Thieves. So Bodie, I hope that helped you on your adventures. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for us this week. Siv, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Siv Plays Games. And you can find me on Twitter and Twitch. I'm at Joss Plays. Thank you guys so much for listening. So until next episode, drink up me hearties. Yo-ho! Yo-ho!